Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll recap yesterday's announcement by Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo, who was in Manitoba to assess the drought situation. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo was in Manitoba yesterday to tour the drought-stricken Interlake region. She also announced drought relief measures. Bebo spoke yesterday outdoors at the Forks. Thank you to the leaders of Manitoba beef producers and Keystone Agricultural producers for hosting us today. And most of all, thank you to the producers and their families who welcomed us to their farms today during the very stressful time. I wanted to come to Manitoba to talk to you in person and to see with my own eyes the devastating effects that drought, extreme heat and insect damage are having on your farms. I can't begin to imagine the stress that producers are going through. Watching your pastures and crops dry up, wondering how you're going to get your animals through the winter and facing the prospect of sending brittle cattle off to auction, animals that are the result of generations of careful genetic selection, hard work, and sacrifice. There are tears, there's anger, there's mental stress. At times like this, we need to reach out to each other. We need to find a helping hand and a sympathetic ear. We all need to pull together. That was Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo speaking yesterday at the Forks. Tyler Fulton is president of Manitoba Beef Producers. I think it went pretty well. I, I definitely got the sense that the, that the Minister Bebo appreciated the conditions that, um, that uh, we're seeing across the prairies. And, um, you know, and just given the fact that she uh, visited a number of um, farms uh, in some of the more severe regions around the interlake, um, I, uh, I, I think she's definitely got a sense of how, how dire and the conditions are and, and the implications that it has in particular to, to livestock guys. Um, she, she showed uh, that she uh, wanted to help, that she understood the, the conditions, and, um, and I, I think that's the best that we can hope for right now. Any thoughts on, I guess, just you know, farmers' mental health and, and some of the, I guess, resources that are available there? I can't stress this enough in that in the countryside, we need to start, we need to be looking out for our neighbors and reaching out. And I have seen um, tons of examples where, uh, where, where uh, producers are uh, donating hay, uh, donating standing crop, um, and and those are awesome initiatives, um, but we also just need to sometimes take some time to talk uh, and reach out with those individuals to to those individuals that you know are are in a tough spot that are really uh, making those difficult decisions just to ensure that we all we all come out of this together. That was Tyler Fulton, president of Manitoba Beef Producers. We'll have more details on yesterday's announcement. 
in today's Prairie Eggwire feature. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo visited Manitoba yesterday and announced an early list of regions across Canada that are eligible for livestock tax deferral due to the extreme drought conditions. Tyler Fulton is president of Manitoba Beef Producers. When you experience, you know, a higher revenue in a year, you know, you're going to pay more tax and that would make it diff- more difficult to be able to buy back into the market to buy breeding stock next year and subsequent years. So the provision that's, I think, been approved is a, is a, at least a good measure that ensures that producers won't have that barrier to buying back in next year. But I want to stress the fact that we're, we're still looking for a multiple-year solution to this. Beeble also announced federal support to all prairie provinces for immediate bilateral changes to the cost-shared crop insurance programs to make damaged crops available for feed. The federal government is also supporting Manitoba's proposal to expedite any payments under the cost-shared disaster hay benefit. This morning, Minister Bebo announced more than $25 million in funding to conserve, restore, and enhance critical wetlands and grasslands in the Prairie Provinces. Ducks Unlimited Canada will receive up to $19.28 million over three years. The Nature Conservancy of Canada will receive up to $4.05 million. And Manitoba Habitat Heritage Corporation will receive up to $2.4 million over three years. These initiatives are among 14 projects to receive funding from the Nature Smart Climate Solutions Fund. Collectively, they are projected to conserve up to 30,000 hectares of wetlands, grasslands, and riparian areas. And the Richardson Center for Functional Foods and Nutraceuticals at the University of Manitoba has been approved for a license under the Safe Food for Canadians regulations. Michael Jansen is Research Development Manager. What it means is that we can now process uh, grains and oil seeds for human consumption, whereas before it was just for research purposes. If a farmer in Manitoba has some crops that they want to process for market, they can take their crop uh, here to our center and we can process it, package it. That can then be uh, sold on market. The Richardson Center is home to a state-of-the-art grain milling and dry fractionation facility which includes laboratory and pilot-scale equipment suitable for research, pre-commercial, and commercial milling activities. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Egg Wire for Friday, July 23rd. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll recap yesterday's announcement by Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo, who was in Manitoba to assess the drought situation. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo was in Manitoba Thursday to announce drought relief measures. I spoke with Tyler Fulton. He's the president of Manitoba Beef Producers. Let's just um, go over some of the details here. I guess the the first thing here, um, early designation of the livestock uh, tax deferral provision. Yeah, so that's that's an important provision that um, addresses the um, I guess the tax implications of livestock guys that are forced to sell their breeding stock, some of their breeding stock. Um, when you experience, you know, a higher revenue um, in a year, um, then you're going to get, you know, you're going to pay more tax, and that would make it diff- more difficult to be able to buy back 
into the market to buy breeding stock next year and and subsequent years. So the provision um, that's I think been been approved um, is a is a at least a good measure that ensures that producers won't be you know won't have that barrier to buying back in next year. Um, but I want to stress the fact that we're, we're still looking for a multiple year um, solution to this because we know it's going to take multiple years to be able to recover from, from the drought. Minister Bebo also announced um, federal support to the Prairie Provinces for immediate bilateral adjustments to the cost-shared um, agri-insurance program, making drought-damaged crops available for feed. Uh, what, what's that going to mean? Yeah, so that's, it, it seems vague, um, but it's, you know, I think partly because there is some differences between, between each of the provinces, but really the motivation there is to provide an incentive to crop producers that have these marginal crops that, you know, that aren't going to make sense to, to harvest with a combine to convert them to livestock use. So to convert them to feed, um, in a way like bailing, uh, allowing your um, your neighbor, livestock neighbor, to bail it up, or even you bailing it up yourself and selling the feed. Um, what what we're hoping is that this could make up, you know, a big chunk of the shortfall that we're seeing um, in hay production this year across Manitoba. We think that there's probably around a million tons of feed that we are short. And so to the degree possible, it's a bit of a, a, a win-win in a bad, in a bad situation. Um, uh, crop producers um, can, can help out their neighbor. They can get that extra incentive, um, which, which really uh, could be as much as, you know, thirty dollars an acre. It, it really depends on on the the yield of that crop and what their coverage levels are. But it does put more dollars into their pocket if they convert it to an alternate use. Um, and so that's that's the real motivation. But we have to understand, like we've got a very short window of opportunity here, where we can make use of that crop and salvage some of the value that's there. So that's what we're hoping to see is just uh, a, a widespread collaboration across across the industry and across all provinces. There was also um, an announcement uh, regarding the hay disaster benefit, Manitoba's proposal to expedite payments. Yeah, no, I think I think it's uh, that's a really positive one. That that brings cash um, likely uh, into the pockets of affected producers with policies um, probably six months um, ahead of where it would be otherwise. Um, so that, that's a really positive development, but uh, I have to be you know, clear, it's, it's not addressing the situation for most livestock operations because most livestock operations do not have uh, these forage insurance policies. It's only eligible for those that carry a forage insurance policy. And agri-recovery was also talked about. Um, assessments are underway. I guess I guess that's sort of a long-term um, uh, solution there, right? 
Yeah. Um, and so really what the, if that this one takes more time and it, it really is the, the program that um, we hope will, will address most of the costs associated um, with this disaster. Uh, Manitoba Beef Producers is putting a submission into the province today um, that details how we think uh, the program, a program, should work. And we think that it makes the most sense to, to do it on a per-cow basis so that it enables individual producers to make the right decisions for their operation. Um, there's a ton of variation across across Manitoba and across the prairies in terms of what feed ingredients would make the most sense to use or um, what you know what forages they can secure. And so um, we think it provides the, the greatest amount of flexibility for those producers to kind of solve the problem um, you know that solve the problem on their own operation. And then on the other side, we know that areas like the Interlake are already seeing animals uh, sold. We've we've seen farms that have already sold all of their breeding stock, all of their cows. And so we need to support um, support those individuals that already made those tough decisions, um, so that they can be they can re-enter the you know the the business, um, restock their farms. Um, with cows in in the coming years, uh, and that means uh, you know addressing that huge equity drain that that they've really already crystallized. That was Tyler Fulton, president of Manitoba Beef Producers. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The Canadian Semental Association's AGM will take place online July 24th. Visit their website for viewing information. Keystone Agricultural Producers Summer Advisory Council meeting takes place via Zoom July 28th at 9 a.m. Go to the CAP website to register. The Canadian Hereford Association Annual General Meeting in Bonanza 2021 takes place July 28th to the 31st at Brandon's Keystone Centre, pending public health restrictions. For updated information on the event, visit the Bonanza 2021 website. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon, the Richardson Centre for Functional Foods and Nutraceuticals at the University of Manitoba has been approved for a license under the Safe Food for Canadians regulations. Michael Jansen is Research Development Manager. The centre is located on the University of uh, uh, Manitoba Fort Garry campus and uh, the mission of the centre is advancing food quality and human nutrition through traditional and innovative food processing techniques. And our uh, mandate is to support the food and agricultural value chain uh, by engaging in collaborative research and development activities. So while we are located within the University of Manitoba, in addition to performing um, research and teaching, we have a mandate to engage with with industry, with the agricultural food chain to assist in their uh, research development and commercial needs. The centre has been approved for a licence under the Safe Food for Canadians uh, regulations. Um, I guess talk a little bit about what that uh, means. What it means is that we can now uh, process 
uh, grains and oil seeds uh, for human consumption, whereas before it was just for uh, research purposes. So if a, uh, if a farmer in Manitoba uh, has some crops that they want to process uh, for market, um, they, can take, uh, they can take their crop uh, here to our center and we can process it, uh, package it, and uh, that can then be uh, sold on market. What all goes into to receiving this uh, license? Is there, is there a lot that's um, part of that? Or? Yeah, so a fairly substantial uh, uh, um, submission was made uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to the uh, Canadian Food Inspection Agency. And so um, in terms of documentation, uh, quality records, um, records for processing, records for shipping and receiving, um, was uh, was the uh, the main driver for the application. Uh, also, part of that was a was a HACCP plan, um, guarantee the quality of the ingredients uh, for the consumer. Talk a little bit more about what the uh, what the designation will mean as far as your research and and what you'll be able to uh, to accomplish. So, what it would allow us to do is that it will allow us to uh, strengthen relationships. Uh, between University of Manitoba researchers and uh, and industry, so not only can we um, can we process food ingredients for research, but also for um, for commercial production, and it will further enhance the Richardson Center's mission to advance food quality and human nutrition. That was Michael Jansen, research development manager at the Richardson Center for Functional Foods and Nutraceuticals at the University of Manitoba. The center has been approved for a license under the Safe Food for Canadians regulations. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau toured the Interlake region yesterday to see firsthand the damage caused by the drought. She announced federal support to all prairie provinces for immediate bilateral changes to the cost-shared crop insurance programs to make damaged crops available for feed. Tyler Fulton is president of Manitoba Beef Producers. Really the motivation there is to provide an incentive to crop producers that have these marginal crops, you know, that aren't going to make sense to harvest with a combine, to convert them to livestock use, so to convert them to feed in a way like bailing, uh, allowing your livestock neighbor to bail it up or even you bailing it up yourself and selling the feed. What we're hoping is that this could make up, you know, a big chunk of the shortfall that we're seeing um, in hay production this year across Manitoba. Bebo also announced an early list of regions across Canada that are eligible for livestock tax deferral due to the extreme drought conditions. The federal government is also supporting Manitoba's proposal to expedite any payments under the cost-shared disaster hay benefit. And the Richardson Center for Functional Foods and Nutraceuticals at the University of Manitoba has been approved for a license under the Safe Food for Canadians regulations. Michael Jansen is Research Development Manager. It will allow us to uh, strengthen relationships between University of Manitoba researchers and uh, and industry. So not only can we um, can we process food ingredients for research, but also for um, for commercial production, and it will further enhance the Richardson Center's mission to advance food quality and human nutrition. The Richardson Center is home to a state-of-the-art grain milling and dry fractionation facility, which includes laboratory and pilot scale equipment suitable for research, pre-commercial and commercial milling activities. 
I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here on Monday, starting at 12 noon.